The Bible Study Podcast, episode 666. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Genesis with chapter 22. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Believe me, I do understand the irony of doing an episode labeled 666 on a Bible study podcast, but we are not talking about that today. We're talking about Abraham, and this is one of the key chapters in the book of Genesis. This is Abraham tested. And just some background for this, remember that Abraham waited for decades from the promise of Isaac till the time that Isaac was born. Isaac was really wanted, Abraham was old, Sarah was old, and finally their son is born. And then they also had this other son Abraham had with Hagar, Sarah's slave from Egypt. And they have, by the time this chapter starts, have sent him away. And so they they have Isaac, which is great. And then this happens. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on the mountain I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servants, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, father, yes, my son, Abraham replied, the wood And fire are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham looked up and there in a thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the place the Lord will provide. And to this day it is said, on the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies and through your offspring all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Then Abraham returned to his servants and they set off together for Beersheba and Abraham stayed 
in Beersheba. So Abraham is told this terrible thing, this surprising thing of go take your son and sacrifice him. Now I say surprising not because people in the region didn't do that, but because this is Isaac. This is the one he has been waiting for for decades, and he's already sent Ishmael away. So this is his only son or only son left might be more accurate. And he's told, take Isaac and go sacrifice him. And he does it. He goes up there and we can debate what you would, I would do if we got that word. You know, we would first want to make sure this is really God talking, I hope. But he goes and he takes Isaac. Isaac, who is old enough now that he probably could have run away. He's certainly old enough that he's carrying all the wood for this. We don't know how old he is. And he takes him to Mount Moriah. And if you were to ask someone who is Jewish, where is Mount Moriah? That would be the Temple Mount in what is now Jerusalem. Their understanding is that the place where God stood while he created the universe is the Temple Mount, is this Mount Moriah where Isaac was offered as a sacrifice, the same Temple Mount you would visit in Jerusalem that's now covered by the Dome of the Rock, uh, which is a Muslim uh, worshiping site. But that that is where this happens. And Abraham is sent here. And Isaac asks a great question, which is, Dad, <laughs> didn't we forget something? Basically, I see that we have the knife and the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb? Where is the sacrifice? And correctly, Abraham says, God will provide. Now, we don't know what Abraham was thinking. We don't know whether Abraham thought if I sacrifice Isaac, God will replace him, restore him, resurrect him, stop me. Whether he thought that God will provide meant that he would provide a ram as he did or whether God had provided Isaac as he did. But he correctly says to Isaac, God will provide the lamb, the, the lamb that will be slain. And of course, as we look forward, we also think that God did provide the lamb who was sacrificed for us, Jesus. And when we see these words that through you, all people on earth will be blessed, all nations on earth will be blessed, we of course look to Jesus, who would be a descendant of Abraham and Isaac. A few generations off, obviously. But this is a test And Abraham passes this test that nothing is more important to him than obedience to God, not even his son. And it is a very, very difficult test. And it's interesting that at the end, God makes promises, but it's the same promises, basically, that you will have many descendants, as many as the stars in the sky, sand on the seashore. God already made those promises. He doesn't really need to make those again, but he reiterates them. And then he adds on to them, your descendants will take possession of cities of their enemies. Of course, we see that in the conquest of Canaan, the conquest of the Holy Land, the conquest of the Promised Land during the time of Joshua. 
And then through you all, your nations on earth will be blessed, gets added on to that, that new part of this promise. Through the faith of Abraham, now we've seen Abraham screw up, but we also see in this place his faith, and we get a sense for why God chose this guy. The chapter ends with this different section on a completely different story and rather anticlimactic after that, which is sometime later Abraham was told, Milcah is also a mother. She has borne sons to your brother Nahor. Who's the firstborn? Who is his brother? Kamuel, the father of Aram. Kesed, Hazo, Pildash, Jidlaf, and Bethuel. Bethuel became the father of Rebekah. Milcah bore these eight sons to Abraham's brother Nahor. His concubine, whose name was Reumah, also had sons Teba, Geham, Tehash, and Makkah. And the only one of those names that's really going to be significant as we go forward was that the father of Rebekah. So put a pin in that name. Rebekah is going to come back to us here in a couple chapters. And so what do we do with these verses? What do we do with this test that God gives Abraham, this this terrible, awful test that Abraham passes? We know that God's priorities and our priorities are not the same. And we know that God desires to be more important to us than anyone else, than anything else. I think it is unlikely that we're going to be asked to sacrifice children. Uh, I hope that is the case. That has certainly been my experience. But what else is getting in the way of our relationship with God? What else has lost its perspective, has become too important that we wouldn't be willing to give it up if God asks us to? That's a question we should ask ourselves periodically. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God, and aren't we all praying the big prayer, Here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. I use my mic like a machete, so if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today.